Welcome to Wholeness, a podcast for women. Explore and connect with your feminine body and discover your wholeness through simple embodied practices and open conversations. With women's yoga therapist, Kate Payne, and women's physiotherapist, Taryn Gordon. Welcome back to the podcast. My name's Kate. And I'm Taryn. And today we are exploring creativity and the path to expansive self-expression and exploring creativity as a woman. Mm, 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 mm. That is so juicy. (laughs) And I wonder if a good place to start, Kate, might be um, just sharing uh how this conversation came about from our into the wild retreat and how in that retreat we explored as a group of women uh creativity is that a good place to start that is a perfect place to start so we did we ran our beautiful into the wild women's online immersion and wrapped that up with an into the wild day retreat in the mountains close to where we are here in Townsville, North Queensland, Australia. And part of that process was being able to place the feet down onto the earth to really absorb her wisdom and tap into that innate nature that is within us. And part of the day was exploring feminine practices and one aspect of that was creativity from an intuitive sense so rather than being told how to do something we invited the women to intuitively feel into what something meant to them or their expression of something or their explanation of something or interpretation of something. And that something was Shakti. So Shakti being that feminine energy and not just another word for wild woman or goddess. And we asked them to take a canvas and some paint and paint their interpretation of Shakti. And what we ended up with was a vast array of beautiful interpretations of what Shakti meant to each of these women. And it was beautiful to witness the process that women move through when they're asked to do something with full permission for it to be whatever their interpretation is of it and so we saw everything from some resistance around that to be in in the sense of being unsure of what of what to paint through to some women feeling really comfortable with that that that's that's part of uh how they already live their day-to-day with this really intuitive free-flowing sort of flavor to it and that prompted then this 
deeper look at creativity as women and this idea of self-expression and what that brings up in individuals. Mm. Yes, I love it. And absolutely, we uh, witnessed these beautiful women moving through the resistance, like you said, plus the embracing of the process. And I think that's a, a, a nice part of creativity to explore is how do we come from, because in our lives, we are often taught what art should look like or what creativity should look like and the process of creativity and it being a very streamlined um, process and for women in particular and I believe for for anybody uh, this is a soul expression is what really that sacred art is and the difference between those two experiences and how it feels differently for us and what the then outcome uh, might be and how it might look different. Um, so perhaps we talk to that a little bit more. And would you like to start with some of your experiences around creativity and maybe how your experience of creativity has changed and shifted through your own evolution of self? Mm. from a when when I hear you speak to that I think specifically about my yoga journey and how when I first began uh, a yoga practice it was in a very linear way it was a this is the way that we set sequence this you know we do these poses followed by these poses followed by these poses this breath practice this meditation and as I have evolved as both student and teacher and moved into specializing in the women's space. That idea of things being linear slowly just began to resonate less and less. I, I was having these moments of wanting to move my body in a different way to the way that the teacher was guiding the practice or wanting to uh, inhale when they were saying to exhale or exhale when they were saying to inhale. And I found that I was wanting to practice less in a studio space and more at home where I was able to have that freedom of expression, where I was able to move through a few poses at a time and then pause and really receive the impact of moving in those poses with a particular type of breath. And so it has been this evolutionary journey of becoming more and more familiar with the needs of my body. So that's really where it started was really attuning to I feel like my body needs something different in this moment. And it started really small. It wasn't like this big, like it is now where it's, you know, my body will scream out to me if, if something's not feeling right. It was very subtle. It was this very subtle, oh, that doesn't feel so good, but you would still move through it because that's what you were being told to do. And that gradually just got, louder and louder until I couldn't ignore it anymore and and so that's from a, a real yogic um, practice perspective and even now as I think about um, training teachers to become yoga teachers uh, women to become yoga teachers 
I also teach now in this very feminine, non-linear way where it's really full permission handed over to them to explore how they might like to teach and, and allowing them to embody the experience and take that embodiment and then share that with their own students. That's a little snippet. There's so many areas that I could explore, but that's one little little snippet. What about your experience with that embodied way versus how you might have been taught something specific. Yeah, so beautiful. And I love that you went straight to movement. We are both very connected to movement and simply recognising that that is a form of self-expression and creativity. Uh, sometimes we, when we think about creativity, the mind goes towards, you know, art and painting and music. Um, and there's this, this huge, uh, just vast, like you said, array of creative uh, ventures that we go on and all forms of self-expression. And so this is really could be a huge conversation of all the ways that we start to sense into our own embodied uh, self-expression and way of being um, and one part for me I, I similarly had um, the same change of relationship with movement where I was an athlete and came from a very um, prescriptive uh, you know regimented training routine to a much more intuitive way of being in my body and that was very much because of uh, my postnatal journey and my experience with pelvic pain and having to tune into my body and allowing it to lead and guide me and show the pathways to movement that actually felt good in my body. So that was, again, for me, a huge shift that I experienced. But also what comes up for me is um, the way I have created my work and my business. Um, and I see this time and time again with women as well, particularly mothers, uh, when we're, we're taught that there is some uh, prescription or a step-by-step -step process to becoming a successful businesswoman. And really, when I started out creating my own business, which is really my life's work, I actually didn't have the full conceptual idea of what it was that I was creating. And it was through the process of creation that I actually gained the clarity of what is it actually he, that I'm here to do and what I am creating. Um, and so I really loved that it was a um, following the thread, sharing my journey as I went without knowing, and this is the part of the expression, is that we don't know what it's going to look like in the end. We simply tune into, okay, and same with the sacred art that we did just a few weekends ago, when you, you simply have this sensation and feeling to follow of, okay, here's a little piece, I'm going to start with, you know, painting that or talking to that or posting about that or moving my body in that way. And then the next part will be revealed to me. And so I actually, when I begin, don't know what the outcome will be. And I think that's the huge difference from when we're taught to create in a step-by-step -step way, it's because we're trying to achieve a particular outcome from the outset. 
And so that really pulls in the reins of creative expression because we can't be so dynamic and flexible um, and variable in our expression. It's, it's we're on a linear pathway to create something that looks like this. And I think what that then creates is more and more of the same. Going back to your yoga, for example, the same class or a similar class um, experience without that um, personalized experience, you bring your own flavor, you bring your own intuition, your own, um, you know, you're following your, your cyclical nature when you come to the mat and move in a, a way that your body feels called to move is very different, a completely different experience and you couldn't know what it's going to look like until you find yourself in the motions. Yes, absolutely. And it's a practice, isn't it? Because for most of us, and certainly most of the women who would be listening to this podcast, I would imagine have been taught to do things a certain way, rather than this permission to expand that view of let's not worry about the outcome, let's not worry about what it looks like in the end, but let's be in the moment and be in the process and in that creative process and explore each of those steps as they are happening. So that's that really is that beautiful coming back into the present moment, focusing on if it was sacred art, focusing on each brush stroke, if it was a painting, if it was movement, focusing on each step or each placement of the hand and really finding this deep presence in each of those moments. But that takes practice as well. That is not something that for many women feels very comfortable because we have been taught that things are done in a certain way. And so the judgment of the outcome comes up, the fear around the control of being able to release that control and let it evolve and become whatever it's going to become. That feeling of, am I going to get it right? Uh, when there really is no right it, it's your it's your expression of whatever it is that you're working with it's individual and therefore there is no right or wrong and what we're talking about to be able to be in the flow of that that creative expression that is the feminine that is at at its essential core nature of shakti is that unbounded flow that, that following the thread, as you described, that is at its core essence, that is being fully in union with the feminine. And as women, we innately have a capacity, even if we realize it or not, to be able to spend a lot of time there and really feel nourished by that process. But it is a practice. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and in, in both of our um, work, I'm sure you ex um, experience and witness it as well, um, the discomfort that can come up when uh, we do give that full permission to um, move intuitively or create intuitively. And 
it's almost this moment where you can see the whole expression of a person of a woman change when it's like so what would that look like for me because like you said it can't you can't get it wrong and that whole it's almost like this moment where it's it is that huge explosion of permission where I, I this can be anything and I can't get it wrong and then the the relationship that then it it creates the relationship that is created towards the creative process um, shifts entirely um, and for some reason what I keep coming up in my mind is um, there's there's a lot of women who I work with who have disconnected from some form of creativity in their life at a, a really early and young age because of criticism and judgment from another person who was telling them, no, that's not right, that's wrong. It doesn't look how they interpret it to be. And so they then thrust that judgment upon this person who then disconnected completely from her form of expression, whether that been um, drawing or dance or some form of art. And really what the, uh, what that brings up in me is like how, how could any one person actually judge somebody else's creativity and say, well, that's good, or that's bad, or that's right, or that's wrong, because it's not just about the outcome, it's about the creative process and what that actually um, does express and what that allows that person to move through emotionally and physically and energetically. There's way more to it than the piece that is the um, end result. Yes, and that is the path of the artist, isn't it? When you think about when you go to a gallery and you look at pieces of art, your interpretation of what that art is, whether you like it or dislike it, the artist themselves doesn't really care whether you like it or not or really what your interpretation of it is because it's their process. They're in the process of creating the art. That's what they do. That's their form of creative expression. So there will always be varying opinions, but they create for the sake of creating because that's what they are called. That is really what they are called to do. But we all have that inner artist within us where we too can create for the sake of creating and be in that process and honor that process and love and bring joy to that process without needing to be concerned with the end result, what people think, what people's interpretation of it is. That's, it almost becomes irrelevant, those pieces. Mm, absolutely. And as you were speaking um, a common phrase that comes up around creativity is women saying, but I am not creative. And as you just said, like the, the feminine is like, it's creative. There's no doubt about it. And maybe we explore that a little bit um, around how do we find our creativity? How do we accept that actually we are innately creative and this is part of our journey um, and how do we find 
what that creative expression is? Well, we were born through a creative pathway, right? (laughs) I mean, I mean, if you can't get more innately creative than that, right? The sperm and the egg come together through the process through the process of this explosive creative pathway. You know, we're born the time of birth again, a moment in time that is fueled with this creativity. Uh, you know, you can't get more innate than that. And when I think about it like that, you know, the creation of the earth in the solar system and every being therefore born on this planet you know is is already part of a bigger creative process and life cycle so when we think about it like that every single person is innately creative and what has happened is we have narrowed that focus down to creativity meaning you are a painter you're good at art you're good at move uh, movement uh, you're an athlete you're good at cooking you know we've narrowed the, the frame and the lens to say creativity is these things and everything else is not creative but there are creative elements in all aspects of life and that is a beautiful exercise to do to one to sit with the idea of what does creativity mean to you what is the story that you've created around creativity and how when you break that down to creativity being so much broader than potentially a narrow lens that we've just spoken about where are there creative elements peppered throughout your day So perhaps you could speak maybe to your interpretation of creativity and how creativity might be peppered throughout your day that might look different to your typical, you know, I paint in the mornings, I (laughs) draw in the afternoons, you know. Yeah, well, one that comes to mind, um, you know, as a really organic creative process is being a mother. Um, I've, I've never read a book um, or uh, had a guide Um, my children are my only guides of how and and my husband as we relate um, as parents to our children um, that is a creative process we do not know how each day and each moment that's going to look and feel um, and we're in continual um, relationship and response uh, to our children and as they grow and develop and change and their needs change and as we grow and develop and change as well we have that beautiful creative process Um, but also in my you know my work is not separate to me as a mother is not separate to me in my life and so even though I have days um, like today which are more um, focused towards my um, my work day um, you know, this morning I was um, I spent um, playing with some photography with another beautiful woman um, for some of her social media, etc. Um, and then I come back and we're creating this podcast. And this is actually I was thinking today. This is a creative day in the sense that I'm uh, doing a lot of um, 
you know, actually, <laughs> you know, that traditional creative um, stuff um, to share. Um, but it's also, you know, this the uh, how I can now have been able to build my days such that I can respond to my body and how it's feeling and um, my needs as a mother and my needs as my children's needs as well. So um, I do not have any uh, agenda other than my children go to um, school and have um, kidney on particular days. That's as, you know, as tight as the framework gets. And then from that, it's, you know, I might have a face-to-face -face client. I might have a, a Zoom. I might do a podcast. I might actually go for a, uh, a walk. Um, I might have a sleep. Um, it's a continual response to how I'm feeling and what would light me up and feel good in that moment. And so to be able to um, have come from a very regimented nine-to-five job, Monday to Friday, um, sort of framework to um, then working in my own way, um, that in itself was a very uncomfortable process because I had no one to tell me um, this is what your own work will look like and this is the framework of that. And over time, I became more and more comfortable with the fact that I can have this look any way that I want it to. And so that's full um, creative expression in my day to day because there is it's so fluid and organic and there's no uh, no rules to um, be followed and uh, yeah so I mean I'm not sure that I really answered the question that you asked but it's how I sense is you know I'm creating a life and a lifestyle that feels uh, like soul led it's led by my body it's led by intuition it's led by um, how I feel um, yeah and that is the ultimate one of the ultimate forms of creative expression is feeling based so we don't even need to know right what it is that we're going to do but if we tap into the feeling that we want to cultivate then from that sprinkles out the what so if I want to feel energized sprinkling out from that might be to put on some music uh, and have you know and move my body it might be to go for a walk it might be to play for my play with my kids uh, or connect with my husband so out of that feeling if if women can start with the well how do I want to feel then from that flows the what what it might look like rather than thinking at the level of the what if we start with the feeling and make it feeling based then the choices that broadens the choices as well for women absolutely and I've done it both ways I've done it from the thinking of the how and what and trying to create from that again outcome based and pull it back to then me and try and figure out the steps and what I've learned <laughs> is that actually that does not work for me uh, it's a let's just go with what feels right for the next step and the next step. And it's a revealing of the pathway and it feels so much easier, like <laughs> so much easier. And the amount of which you can then become out of your head and that uh, analytical thinking and that 
place of anxiety mm. to the feeling and being in your body and just going, I can trust this because I've proven, you know, the process process has been proven to me time and time again now that this is the way to go. And even though it still has that sometimes unsureness and unsteadiness and um, you cannot articulate what it is that maybe is going to be the outcome, there is an inner innate knowing that this is somehow the way um, and I don't need to explain that to anybody else because it's my life and therefore my way. Exactly. Absolutely. And it takes the pressure off it having to be a certain way. It also removes creative expression being like a to-do list. Like, oh, I've got to find time to draw this week. I've got to find time to move my body this week. I've got to find time to cook something new this week. You know, tick, 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 tick. It takes that pressure off to be in the moment and feel into what the moment is calling for. So when we structure our days, particularly because we both work for ourselves, we we have our own businesses and we have that freedom and flexibility to be able to choose what our days look like. We don't need to be so rigid in the sense of, you know, we know that we want to do some form of practice and that may look different every day or it might look similar, but it's not rigid in the sense of I will do A, B, C, D at this time on this day because we might get to that day and more often than not, we do, right? We get to that day and we're feeling a little bit extra tired or we're feeling more energized, but we'd planned something really chilled and we really want to move the energy around the body. And so it's that freedom to be able to sit with that and change and restructure according to how we're feeling rather than it being this rigidity uh, way of being in the world, which is, which is a more masculine approach for sure yeah and the the more rigid approach really takes a lot of the joy out of the whole purpose of the creative expression and making it feel like a another checklist another task to do and I, I really sense for women, uh, and I work very closely with mothers, when we are given another task to do, when we're already overloaded um, or feel that way, um, because that's um, perhaps how our life is currently set up, then we, we it, that sense of, you know, filling the cup um, through your creative expression never actually uh, comes to a fruition because it feels like, oh, it's just I have to make it um, meet a requirement. Um, and even something like, um, for example, um, a dance class or a yoga uh, practice in a studio, when it, when it feels like it's another to-do, it almost makes it even harder to achieve um, because we're so regimented that I have to get to practice and it has to be on a 5.30 on a Tuesday night. Um, I have to make sure I've got the dinner ready for the kids before I go and that sort of thing. 
rather than a simple invitation and a practice that I invite women to start with is why can't it just be in your bedroom for five minutes um, when you've got that, you know, this small window and start there and actually connect with the joy then and there because it's available to you. And I feel like when we're so rigid, it, it becomes less available to us and also less joyous. Absolutely. It becomes something that is unachievable, too hard, more stressful than just not doing it at all. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when people ask me questions around meditation, what's the ideal length of time to do a meditation? Should I be meditating every day? My response is always, ideally, you are meditating every day because it gives you an opportunity to reconnect with yourself in some quiet space, even if there's thoughts you know, bombarding you or kids, you know, running around, it does still offer you an opportunity with the intention of coming into presence in that moment. When we think about the ideal time, there's lots of theories around ideal time, but it's better to do something than to do nothing. So like you were saying, what is available to me? Some days it might look like 20 minutes and other days it might look like five minutes and other days it might look like five deep breaths and two minutes. It doesn't matter what it looks like. The intention is if it brings you joy, if it brings you stillness, if it brings you the feeling that you're trying to cultivate, what it looks like doesn't matter. So yesterday I had a fairly full day and practice did look quite different in the morning. It literally was a few deep breaths and, uh, you know, some intention setting, uh, some incense and a few oracle cards. And, and that was it. It was very simple. It was less than five minutes, but it set me up for the rest of the day because I felt like I had that joy, that stillness, if even only for a snippet of, of moment. And I think that's really important. That's such an important, you bring up such an important piece and message maybe to close out with that it doesn't have to look like anything if we continually circle back to how do you want it to feel? Yeah, absolutely. And one one thing that, as you were speaking, I think it's um, relevant to, to talk to is when, you know, people ask, but how do you find the motivation? And the motivation comes from that inner sense of this is how I want it to, to be and look like right now. And coming from that place of pure creativity of moment to moment that's how we find the motivation because it's it is within us to want to be creative beings and so we don't have to then force ourselves to have to be in, in practice or you know um, dedicate a time and a, a place to actually do something and feel like it's a drag it's 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 in our nature it's part of us and so yeah, putting those pieces together is it doesn't have to look any particular way. 
when it comes from within, there is this continual yearning for creative expression and that can be the doing creative or the being creative and that's where the the flow comes through and that beautiful cyclical um, nature is from within and I think it yeah just really affirming that it doesn't have to look a particular way because it's always your own way and when it's your own expression it is always easy even when it can be uh, challenging or uncomfortable there is always a sense of ease that can be found when it's coming from within yes when the desire is strong enough the motivation is already there yeah absolutely absolutely I love these conversations with you and thank you to all of the women who are listening. Uh, We look forward to uh, connecting again and sharing more, creating more. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wholeness Podcast. We invite you to look at the show notes where you'll find reflective questions and links to practices that accompany this episode. Join our community on Instagram by searching Wholeness Podcast, all one word, and join the Embodied Woman Club, spelt W-O-M-B-A-N, on Clubhouse where we invite you to share in real-time, multidimensional conversations about women's health matters.